That's right. I think therapists need therapists. I think everyone needs a therapist or at least someone to talk to, you right. know, like you can't keep it inside, yeah. um, which is something I was very good at. <laughs> yeah, I still do. Uh, even with all your growth and whatever, mm-hmm. do you still find those uh, old habits dying hard? At least the attempt at trying to lock it all away? Yeah. Yeah. Th- there, there's a couple of things. There, there's definitely a couple of patterns that are a little harder mm-hmm. to break than others but i see them yes and then i'm like yo so for example like dating someone super super toxic it took me about five years <laughs> yeah on and off though on and off like i went back and i was like no this time he's changed. five years is kind of quick uh, i mean <laughs> well, for good. me that's actually that's actually really long for me <laughs> That's actually extremely um, long for me. Otherwise, I think my other in terms of relationships or learning a lesson. Uh, relationships. Okay. Yeah, no, I normally learn real quick and just don't date. <laughs> I didn't date for a very long time. I'm like, no, and then someone, you know, sneaks in, and normally it's okay, uh, and sometimes it's not. But anyways, you guys, this is the How to Do Drugs podcast. I am Aaliyah Janine. Today, I have my canon on. Um, I already taught him a bunch of stuff. and I'm Cucumber very... water is my new drug. Yep. Yep. What you guys got to do is got to chop them up and then freeze them. And I also just purchased these like silicone lunch bags Mm -hmm. uh, uh, that are reusable. Like you can throw them in the dishwasher and that way you're not spending so much money. I got those because I have a three-year-old. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I remember when the wife was just pregnant. I know. Any type of reusable or sustainable or whatever, yeah, like travelable item. Yeah, you, I'm pretty sure we've we've you have to have it. At this it. Point. Yeah. yeah, that stuff is actually great, even if you don't have. Uh huh. <laughs> you know what I'm realizing though is as I'm drinking this cucumber water, mm-hmm. is I think every cucumber before this one has been fake that I've oh. ever had. <laughs> because this tastes like real cucumber water. And any and I feel mm-hmm. like I've had bottled before, or maybe it's synthesized cucumber. It just mm-hmm. doesn't well, taste I mean, like they, real they, cucumber. Maybe it's because it was frozen and maybe. in and it was in a silicone Ziploc thingy. So, so it was, it's the freshest. So cucumber it's kind of freshest. All right. There we go. There we go. <laughs> That's hilarious. Now, if I remember correctly, and I probably don't, but you don't drink anymore, right? I don't. No, I'm four years. A uh, little bit over four years. Four years. I remember when you did drink, like we have known each yeah. other for a while. Yeah. I mean, I was, uh, I don't know, we've, we've hung out, right? We, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. We drank together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, um, I was a good time. I think, oh, especially yeah, in yeah. comedy, I didn't yeah. really show any of the ugliness or yeah. too much of it to the yeah. people that, uh, that are just like socially yeah alive, yeah yeah like I mean? acquaintances in the work area exactly yeah <laughs> like i think the only two that saw it and they didn't even see it see it were like feeny mm-hmm. and sagalo my two best friends yeah and, and even and de stefano actually as well he probably saw <laughs> at least the binge side of it but nobody saw the you know wake up feeling hungover have an airplane bottle of vodka and some lemonade Ooh. just to even out yeah you know? yeah Oof. the beer in the shower kind yeah. of thing yeah i never did that it was always because i didn't it only got that way towards the end. Mm-hmm. So, like, once I hit 30, my capacity to endure a hangover became, like, zero. So much harder. It's crazy. And nah, it's such a, it feels like a hack premise, right? Mm-hmm. But it's it's only hack because it's just, I think, it's 100%. True. <laughs> it's 100% yeah. true. I'm 44. I will give myself alcohol poisoning if I drink more than three glasses of wine. Yeah. And I yeah. used to be able to drink three bottles. Right. And drive. Be fine. Be fine. Yeah. Perfectly coherent. Isn't that amazing? That's so insane. Yeah. 
I used to, somebody reminded, oh, uh, Rachel, one of the waitresses at New York Comedy mm-hmm. Club, reminded me of like the little weird like way I used to order my vodka sodas like as like a I don't want to be in the way can I get a vodka, a vodka like, soda. like almost like a little kid begging for his little his toy back and it gave me like such a cold shiver of like shame. just a cringe yeah, like just, oh god uh, who was I and and the fact that I like would routinely uh, on a Friday night where at the time I was hosting and I would host three shows mm-hmm. and I would have anywhere between six and ten double Jesus. vodka sodas yeah. throughout the entire night. Mm-hmm. So that's like 12 to 20 drinks. Yeah. And how many days were you working? <laughs> like the whole I mean the, the whole weekend. <laughs> yeah. But every it became like a not during the week and then like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, the weekend. Oh, I used Wednesday. to do that, too. Be like, oh, I'm not doing this during yeah. the week. I have to be like responsible. That's the first that's the first sign that you might have to forever quit <laughs> is when you start like putting up almost like uh, bowling bumpers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Be like, the- okay, I could do it this day and I could do it this. I mean, yeah. I do that now. I've yeah. done that actually for years when I was in school and stuff. Be like, okay, I could like go out and I could party yes. this day. I mean, there's there's a difference yeah. between discipline yeah. and alcohol trickery yeah i used to be disciplined and then and then i was tricking myself yeah it it went back and forth now it's just like do you want to be puking for a week Uh, yeah of course (laughs) and i'm not one i love i i'm not one of those people who like stops drinking and Mm -hmm. then immediately speaks ill of yeah and and just looks down upon it i think alcohol is great it really my best times wasted it it just truly functioned for me yeah great like it's a great friend of mine that i'll always remember it kind it got me through a really tough time. I, <laughs> uh, you know, tried to pull me down like a lot of my friends. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then eventually we have to separate. And who knows? Maybe later on in life we'll both retire together and sit in a rocking chair and yeah, and, have uh, one reminisce. Yeah, <laughs> I think that. But there's some people um, who can't do that. Right. You know, that won't be able to. Like now I've realized I could have like I I had a glass of wine with dinner like this Mm. weekend. And I was like, ooh, let me pour another one. I didn't even finish it. I was looked at it. I'm like, why did I do that? Oh, that's awesome. That's got to be affirming. Yeah. And it's weird because alcohol, I never had a feeling that I was an alcohol. I'm a binge drinker. Sure. I've always been a binge drinker. Yeah, yeah. Growing up in Wisconsin, like we yes. drank extremely heavily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I used to get paid to drink mm-hmm. with certain like customers at the strip club and stuff That's like that. Great. So like I, I learned to like throw up paid and then by come the back. club hmm? paid by the club. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes I because that person was such a big drinker. Well, well, sometimes we would uh, some at certain clubs we would get paid for drinks if customers bought a certain drinks, and then no, just this one dude that I had this customer, he would pay me a hundred dollars a shot and fifty dollars a beer. No shit. Yeah, because I was like, he's like, you're like Frank the Tank. He's like, you could just fucking. I used to be able to drink. (laughs) He wanted to see what you could take. Yeah, yeah. Wow. He didn't know I was throwing up shots of tequila. That's (laughs) fucking. a little bit but yeah i used to make a ridiculous amount I of bet. money that's awesome and then now i think about that and it li- literally makes me like want to throw up yeah. <laughs> yeah. to be like the things i was able to do i think that's how a lot of people also die of overdoses and stuff of too. course yeah, yeah. because it, it's that part in your brain where it's like we could totally do more of whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, because we've done it before. We're used to it. It's like, no, no, the fuck you're not. 
Exactly. And do you know how I'm so I'm starting to look at my at least my drinking career like an athlete. So oh, yeah. this is this is how I frame things, right? Mm-hmm. Where where I just have to, you know, at a certain point you lose your abilities, right? You're no longer that young stud yeah. that could dunk from the free throw line, <laughs> re, you know, play back to backs, go 82 games a season, eventually you start getting injured, you mm-hmm. start missing long stretches, yeah. you start missing games here and there, you no longer have the spring in your step. Mm-hmm. The so, media's all over you. <laughs> the media's all over you. Your shit's getting out there, you know what I mean? And eventually you know everybody's got to walk away from the game eventually yeah or at least that's how i'm looking at it from my perspective because it's like hey i had a hell of a career yeah i had a really good run i I had a fun time yeah i'm not i don't have regrets like i I didn't i I, thankfully nobody got hurt you know (laughs) i had nothing serious ever happened i didn't get arrested so i feel okay have i ever i did get arrested but i don't Uh, but it was brief i um detainment I've also been arrested. I have. I actually have a bit where I talk about reminiscing about drinking. Well, drinking and driving. Like Al Bundy used to reminisce about his high school football career. <laughs> awesome. I was trying to do a comparison with like football and like analogies. Ducka was trying to help me out with it. He's like, "Yeah, you're gonna have to sit on this one for a while." I'm like, "I know. It's it's there though." It's yeah, there. there's something cooking. Because <laughs> I don't watch fucking football, so I have no That's idea. That's hilarious. You're like, I know what. I'll compare this to something. I yeah, have no idea yeah, about. yeah. I have no <laughs> idea. Um, were you doing anything else while you were drinking, yeah. uh, like cocaine and shit? So, Did that help balance you out, like most of us? For sure. Well, so my my drug career and drinking career is kind of interesting because mm-hmm. I didn't do any in high school or middle school. Oh, okay. I didn't drink. Yeah. I was, I did it, uh, I drank in Ireland when I went and played Gaelic football like mm-hmm. a handful of times when I was 15. Um, That's it, legal there, right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, more or, or less. Something. There were like 12 year olds buying booze <laughs> and, you know, they're like, we just don't card. Like, that's kind of the rule. Uh, and also I heard some something about cops not being able to arrest you if they forget their hat, but I don't know if that was just somebody fucking with me. <laughs> that kind of sounds like something probably probably but uh but so i drank then and i had like you know i think a couple sips of alcohol throughout high school but i was i never drank at parties i was the opposite were you an athlete yes yeah i I was the athlete that did not drink but i wasn't like I wasn't some fucking militant Ferris Bueller's brother, yeah. you know, or whatever, or a weird science brother like yeah. that. Like I, I, I was still fun and funny. I just didn't booze. Yeah. And so then once my, once my basketball career ended, uh, my going into my junior year of college, I just was like, Hey man, I'm going to become a student. I'm going to enjoy college. I'm going to see what this is all about. Mm-hmm. And I started drinking and my friends are more or less New York, Wisconsinites. Okay. We all competitively drink. Mm-hmm. We've, we've had a ton of friends that have died. So that's our way of coping with everything. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, funerals, you name it, we just boozed right through it. And, well, a lot uh, of different types of funerals too. Like you're supposed to, especially yeah. like mm-hmm. Irish and stuff. Well, yeah, exactly. Family funerals are like probably the most blackout ones. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah, absolutely. Let alone friends. Uh, So so I didn't really even start drinking until I went away to college and then I hit the ground running. Like I I was my buddies had already had a bit of a career. They they knew what they were doing. So they they knew what they were doing. Exactly. So they showed me the ropes. Nice. Kind of got into booze pretty quick. Then I, you know, I'll try Coke. Let's see what it's like. (laughs) You know, it never Coke never really got too out of hand for me mm-hmm. 
in terms of like over an extended amount of time. The most often I did it was like every weekend for a month and a half. <laughs> okay. Like that was kind of well, it, yeah. probably when you first started it too, because yes. it's like, oh, this is fun. It's super fun. Yeah. Oh, but it was like, favorite it was bread. Geneseo, New York, like <laughs> Rochester, New York Coke. So it was like, you know, probably grown on cow shit. It was <gasps> terrible. Speaking of cocaine, I actually brought back. <laughs> it's not, no, I didn't bring back cocaine from Peru. Here, Mike, no. Um, what is that? Is these, that coca leaf? Yeah, these are coca leaves. Oh, do you want one? You cool. can just chew on them. What does that do? Uh, well, they help with headaches, but they also, um, like Gio Perez, we ate a couple on okay. our way. And yeah, he's like, oh, I actually feel fine. Is they going to yeah. make me like piss hot? No, no, no. no. It kind of gave you a little. He's like, I ate a couple. It's like a little bit of energy. Like you okay. don't. It's not. So I'll like, do it after the pod because I yeah, don't yeah, chew yeah. into the. Chewing the mic, a dead leaf, yeah. Yeah, but and probably make tea. Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm gonna make cocaine with this. And then I Googled, how do you make cocaine? Yeah. And you need like gasoline, you need ether. And I haven't done ether since like high school. No so, shit. Yeah. I don't I, even I, know I went through is. a huffing phase. It's, oh, that's huffing. Yeah, that's okay. definitely a huffing thing. My friends huffed paint thinner. My dad, I guess, according to my uncle, used uh-huh. to huff. And I'm like, that doesn't surprise me. He likes drugs. I yeah. get my drug liking from him. That's somebody that wants to shut the system off. Yeah. Right? Like, like huffing isn't something that you, I, I don't know though is yeah. it fun like um i don't really like downers okay that that's mean. what it is it's kind of like a downer i think the closest thing like i like doing whippets whippets is kind of fun whippets are like the world becomes charlie brown's mom's yeah <laughs> like just like <laughs> everything <laughs> is so fuzzy and distorted around you yeah yeah but you also figure out a lot of shit you just can never remember it once you see oh yeah it. i try yeah. i remember i tried writing it down because i'm a scientist so i got i had a cracker duck it fuck it broke it uh <laughs> We use that thing so much. I because on Amazon we bought like three hundred cracker, like uh-huh. three hundred chargers or whatever. And there was one night I was at home alone here, and I'm like, I'm gonna do them, and I'm gonna try to write down the things that I think of while I'm on this. And I did that. And then when I was sober, I looked at it, and it's just chicken scratches. Yeah. You can't see a fucking yeah. Been there. Been there. <laughs> oh, God. It was. Oh, I was like, all right, I need to stop doing these things. I retired the whippets. Yeah. Well, one of the earliest times I smoked weed, I was a, I was the head waiter of an outdoor restaurant on the Hudson River in okay. Piermont, New York. And uh, when it rained, there would be nobody. So you'd just be there. You'd, I was just yeah. there for hours doing, doing nothing. nothing. Yeah. Sometimes it would just me back there because the, the cook would then go and help with the inside. But I had to stay outside. So that was the first summer I started smoking weed. I'm obsessed. I'm Miley Cyrus. Like, I'm like, <laughs> I got weed leaves dancing next to me. I'm shaking, t- you know, my tits with weed tassels. I'm a fucking joke. It's my whole personality. Oh, God. So, of course, I'm like, I'm going to make a weed bong or whatever the fuck. And mm-hmm. I make that. Never done it before in my life but figured you know if this is now my new personality i may as you well. have to learn how to make it yeah, bong it yeah. is important and also it's like it's it, let's live this hack experience not hack but rote experience of like you know it, it's yeah. apple it's smoking out of an apple oh so absolutely done that so i rip i'm ripping bowls mm-hmm. and again I'm, I'm good i'm like i took an edible before too <laughs> as you can see i'm sober and doing great <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just like I'm ripping bowls because I'm alone. I mm-hmm. also have no real gauge of what like amount I should smoke yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of getting as high as humanly possible. Yeah. 
And I I finish, I come out, I'm like Chris Farley and Black Sheep walking out of the Rasta room and, you know, just like out of my mind. And I walk out and, of course, there's four people sitting in my oh, section God. under the tent. It's mm-hmm. whipping winds and rain. Nobody would ever come here, but there's four people that have just come. And I'm like, fuck. So freshly stoned, I'm like, hey, folks. <laughs> I go grab my pad and I take their order and I'm like, okay, yep great and i go and i go to give it to the cook and i look and it's hieroglyphics <laughs> like it's squiggles and swirls and triangles and truly not a language at all <laughs> not a language and i at had all. to go back and, and be like again. you guys know how you watched me write things <laughs> and see me and heard me take your order and agree and acknowledge after you said some things <laughs> I didn't catch any of that. Any of that. <laughs> yeah, not a single word. So they had to reorder a second time. That's hilarious. Yeah, that was. Did they think it was funny? I don't think so. No. But we remained mostly quiet for the rest of the thing. They didn't and just professional. Like, they weren't talkers anyway. So okay. it was kind of I nice. mean, they were sitting outside in the rain for some reason. So. so weird, man. I'll tell you, the Hudson River is an odd place because it's um, it, there's people that are like, you know, really wealthy with their really nice mm-hmm. boats and they travel all of, uh, up yeah. and down the eastern seaboard. And then there's just like true river pirates. <laughs> <laughs> where they have these like faded neon tank tops. They have, you know, like they come in, they look like crackled wallets. They're just fucking, they may as well be speaking a different language. Yeah. They're just, they just live in their own fucking world. And come down in. by the water. I used to live in Battery Park City. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, it, it's, it's interesting just to see the, types of people that tie off and just exist on boats (laughs) just i was thinking about if i ever won the lottery if i would get a boat yeah and i do like boating i like fishing Mm -hmm. like i've done all of that kind of stuff but i'm also terrified of the ocean Oh, yeah. The ocean is probably the scariest. I would rather jump, honestly. I would rather do, like, skydiving than actual diving, diving. Oh, 100%. That's not even, that's, like, not even. Okay, yeah, right? I find the ocean to be much scarier than even, like, space. Yeah. Because we've seen the aliens down there. Like, I I know what's waiting for me. Up there, it's it's a vacuum. There's air. My head caves in. Who gives a fuck? (laughs) But it's like. It, yeah, I, I I have the exact same feeling. I I can't even imagine, or I can't believe you thought about taking it on the ocean. If I ever got a yeah. boat, I'd be like, I might dig a pond, dig a pond. <laughs> and just you know go go in circles, a little lake or something. Yeah, I, I grew up on Lake, lake George. Yeah, oh, Lake George is phenomenal. Uh, it's my favorite place. Yeah, on Lake George. Earth. I went to Lake George a couple years ago, and I dropped some acid, and I went horseback riding. Fuck yeah, you did. <laughs> that sounds like the best. It was so fucking fun. I had I. And I was talking probably a little bit more than normal um, because I was just around normal people and I'm a comedian as Uh, well and I'm on drugs. So I'm like eating it up a little bit because they thought I was hilarious. Uh, I was killing it on this fucking trail. Yes. Oh, my God. Such a good feeling. And then what I did is that after that little tour, went back to my hotel room. I'm like, ooh. I'm going to, I poured myself a glass of wine and I had this, um, like a Dodge Charger rental car. Like mm-hmm. I didn't ask for it, but that's all they had. And I didn't have to pay extra for it. I'm like, yes, I will absolutely <laughs> take this car. Even mm-hmm. if the gas is going to be a little bit more, I don't care. 
So I poured myself a glass of wine, tripping balls. Just, oh, this acid was so good. And I'm like, I'm going to go for a drive, Oh, which is fine. I drive on acid all the time and mushrooms. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things to do. Um, which is fine. Which is, That's yeah, so I mean, I'm probably a better driver on acid than I am sober because I'm paying attention to yeah. more things. It's an experience. That's unbelievable. Not recommended for most people. No, I would never. No, I used to drive back and forth from Milwaukee to Chicago on acid and shit all the time. But yeah, and then I was driving and then I'm like driving around the lake and I realized I'm like, I have a glass of wine <laughs> with me. Fuck. Because, you know, I saw a couple cops and I'm looking and like it didn't register because I was just having. <laughs> You're just like swirling your life. Just like, this is the best. And you know, my music. Yeah. Oh, you God. You were playing Liz. a video game. You were not living life. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I was not present in the yes, moment. A hundred percent. And then I looked at it and I'm like, I am going to not have this in uh -huh. this car anymore. So I had to wait a little bit and then I just chucked it. Smart. Out the window. Smart. Um, yeah. You can't even dump it. You got to. Yeah. No, it. the whole thing. It was just a plastic hotel cup. So it wasn't <laughs> like a wine glass. But yeah, I was like, yo, you're on acid, dumbass. Like be present in the moment yeah. you know give myself a little pep talk you're like living in the clouds literally it was so beautiful that day <laughs> i'm like that would have fucked me like i've had to talk to cops on drugs before have you ever had to talk to cops on drugs before um i've talked to cops on ecstasy <laughs> and uh but that that's like fine i i, I can more or less talk like this yeah if i'm on molly or ecstasy um acid i find to be the most social drug I I've done it twice. Mm -hmm. Well, well, no, I've done it more than twice, but I've full tripped twice. Okay, I've taken like slivers and more or okay, less microdosing, yeah. or trying to like almost cobble together a full trip, but not really get there. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. But you're feeling good. You're feeling elated. Mm -hmm. But um, I can talk for days. Same thing on acid. Totally fine. I've um, who have I? I've I spoke to Rich Voss on acid. <laughs> And that's like talking to a cop on drugs. <laughs> I'd probably be more scared of Rich Voss yeah. than I would a cop, to be honest. Well, and he had no idea. And I also didn't want to I didn't want to say anything because I found it to be disrespectful. Yeah. Like, in, in that moment, like I, I didn't I'm not trying to like throw it in his face. I'm not trying to be like, yeah. I, you know, whatever. I just I felt like, like and most people when you tell them that you're on acid, they're like, what? Yeah. Well, that's so that <laughs> so I didn't tell Rich. We had a short exchange. It was great. Mm -hmm. I went walked away. I talked to Joe List, who's also sober. This was at Skankfest. Okay. So, you know, yeah. and we're talking for a while, laughing, it's great. And he's like, Man, a lot of people are on are on drugs here. And I'm like, Yeah. And he's like, Are you on anything? And I was like, Oh, acid. And he's like, What? <laughs> Like, what the fuck are you talking about, man? He's like, if if somebody told me you were on acid, I thought you'd be naked, like throw it with no. wings on. And I'm like, the media lies to you, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Acid's actually a really great drug. Yeah, it's, it's so really, fun. it's really lovely. And uh, and more or less, I mean, granted, I did fantastic acid that was like pre-screened by somebody who I who knows a lot more about it than I do. Mm -hmm. um, I'm more of a mushroom guy, but yeah. it, or I have been in the past. Now I like acid better but yeah. um <laughs> but it, you know it, it 
it just it's gentler in my experience. Really? Yeah, it, it, like mushrooms to me, like they can beat me up for at least an hour before I start feeling the pure euphoria, oh. and that's mostly probably because of my own consciousness and my own issues. Uh, because I like I did mushrooms at the Dead and Co show. Okay. This um this past year I went to see that the Grateful Dead mm-hmm. and like John Mayer and oh, okay. all the other musicians that they've cobbled together. Got it. Um and. I took a little bit of mushrooms, probably like two grams, so not like a full trip, but like a good amount. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to see some shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was more or less like white knuckling the first hour. And I didn't even realize it until I, I like kind of was just like, I looked down and I was like kind of suppressing a little bit of vomit because it, it, it like Oh, like physically. Stomach. It can make people like throw up or yeah. shit. My girlfriend used to shit every time she took mushrooms. Yes. Yeah. I So I did that. I got recognized like immediately, which was cool, but also like, <laughs> like a little ah, intense. Yeah. And, uh, and then I just was having like a tough self-doubty time. Oh, and no. then uh, And then they all of a sudden, this is the first concert, first event my wife and I have gone to in like three, you know, since the pandemic yeah. opened, I get or anything opened up. First concert, I should say. Went to one right before everything closed down. And out of nowhere, which they don't typically do covers, they transitioned into Hey Jude. And Hey Jude is a song that my son was born to. Aww. And so I start hysterically crying. <laughs> like, just like... Can't believe it. Overwhelmed with so much love, and emotions, gratitude, yeah. emotion, appreciation, like, you know, appreciation for my wife and I to be there together. Can't yeah. believe they're playing this with us there. This is mm-hmm. our first time out. I'm yeah. on mushrooms. I then like am just shooting rainbows out of my fingertips, <laughs> my eyelashes, my dick hole, every single thing and proceeded to have like the most euphoric two and a half hours after that Aww. that I've ever had. Yeah. And, and it was like. I still I love mushrooms, but there is a a period of time during that I always have the white knuckle, but I call it nope. No. Nope. Yeah, because it's just like if you. Oh, try your to body's talk, kind of rejecting it. Yeah, it's just like it's like, or even if you try to talk to me, it's like nope. Mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta deal. I gotta weather this storm for a little bit. And, yeah. and work my way through my own issues and self doubt yeah. and shit, and then I'll see you on the other side. My girlfriend was like that every time she took ecstasy, and, and really? this is like back in like the late nineties, early two thousands, when it was still pressed pills, when it was still actually like yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Like I tried some shit like every once in a while. I'm like, no. No kidding. Although I do have a moon rock of Molly, actually. I I forgot I did that on um, New Year's, and that's actually pretty good. What is a moon rock? It's a little, like, crack rock oh. of Molly. <laughs> that's awesome. And you smoke it? No, no, I just ate it. It's oh, gross. Nice. It doesn't taste the best. But, yeah, that's actually, that felt like, that reminded me of the ecstasy that I used to take oh, nice. in, in the, like, 90s. I'm like, oh, this is great. Mm. I forgot I had that. <laughs> I do have random. That's how I know I'm an adult, though. I just have random drugs lying around. Like I have some micro doses of acid, yeah, um, like mushrooms and stuff. Um, and then yeah, every once in a while, I do. I take. I like mushrooms. I can see why they could fuck some people up. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I've had uh, I've had friends that have been uh, propelled into an underlying mental health issue mm-hmm. uh, that was dormant. And didn't seem like it may not have reared its head. It may have, but they took enough mushrooms and hallucinogens to trigger it, mm-hmm. and uh, have had like a real rough 
go of it. Yeah. Well, that's kind of what they're there for, though, is yeah. to also like, hey, you have to work on this because yeah, yeah. this is obviously a thing. Yeah. Over quarantine, that's all I did mm-hmm. was just trip my ass off and do like a bunch of oh, a bunch of inner work because I was like, yo, I fucked up and I need to work on it. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, let's work on this. This is the perfect time to do it. Yeah. And I definitely think um, the mushrooms and the uh, the acid have helped with that. And now I've always had good experiences on both. Like Me I've too. never, never had bad trips. I've always gotten something out of them. Um, yeah. The bad trips are more or less just confronting shit that you're suppressing. Yeah. That you don't yeah. want to. And once that comes up and I'll just like, I'll sit on my couch and watch a movie. I'm like, oh, that's why I do that. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, I'll work on it, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. And sometimes, obviously, it took a years, decades, to where I was like, a lot of times I would just ignore it and be mm. like, no, I don't care. That's, right. That's what you're telling me. <laughs> I'm going to do it again, and then I'm going to expect you to tell me something else. Yes, of course. Yeah, something and something different next something, time. Something different. That's funny. For a while, my... Uh, like for like five or six times in a row, my mantra or the re- the repetitive thing that would that would just constantly play in mm-hmm. my in the background of my subconscious was just shut the fuck up. <laughs> it, like truly, it was just shut up, just stop talking, listen, mm-hmm. listen for the even on my bachelor party where we went to Lake George, mm-hmm. rented an island, nice. went to go camping, mm-hmm. had a pontoon boat, almost sunk it ten minutes into fucking <laughs> renting it, almost killed four of my friends. Like it Love was like it. yeah, insane. None of us were even fucked up at the time. It was just pure <laughs> idiocy. Um, but uh, while I did mushrooms with all like like my best friends, my best friend, people mm-hmm. that I've grown up with and known since I was 10 years old. Yeah. We experienced a tremendous amount of loss together. We talk every single day. We're brothers. Yeah. Like, we, we really see each other as that. And we took mushrooms together. We had such an affirming, beautiful, uh, you know, like it, bro yeah, just just a good time, like a like a really free to express love for each other type of time, mm-hmm. and uh, no and, homo, no, I mean plenty of homo, but we, you know, <laughs> there, you know, it depends on your definition of homo. Uh, true, yeah, you know. <laughs> but um, I uh, the whole weekend while when I was on mushrooms, it just kept being like, shut the fuck up, let your friends mm-hmm. talk, let your friends let your friends entertain. You're always entertained. Shut the fuck up. Like, just just be there. They have value. Their words have value. Listen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it, it was such a, it, it made me into, I mean, it took a long time, but it made me into a better listener, weirdly enough. Mm-hmm. It's like if you're smacked enough in the head with the same message over and over again, eventually mm-hmm. you're going to be like, oh. Oh, oh, this is the thing that listen, I'm Listen, you say. Mm-hmm. And actually, because people hear things, but they don't listen right. to what's actually yeah, take there. It in. Actually, yeah. take it in. Um, I just assumed that was a trait of being a man. I thought that. <laughs> I mean, just... it's it might be a man. It might be mm-hmm. uh, yeah, probably more man than anything else. But <laughs> I, my family also wasn't the weren't the best uh, communicators. No. Um. It's how old are you? I'm thirty eight. Okay. So yeah, yeah. 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 So you uh, were born in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eighty five. Yeah. Did you, um, were your parents big drinkers or anything? My father was, he quit when I, I don't know if I was alive. I don't remember. I don't remember him drinking. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, all the, 
he he went to AA and all that stuff. Oh, okay. I I have been to AA with him since I was four years old. Oh wow. Um. Oh, yeah. Which is like you know that's a traumatizing experience as a kid. To yeah. Just sit there while people just you know talk so- about the kid they killed with their car. And it's like, cool. Do you think that's actually prevented you from drinking like in school? Um, that, that initially, that made me not drink until I started drinking. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, for sure. Until like like, you start actually thinking about it, be like, I don't have to. Well, because I, the, so the reason I started drinking was, I, I've done a lot of thinking about this was, it was twofold in the sense where I was like, I'm a different person Mm -hmm. than my dad. I'm a different person than my lineage. Mm -hmm. I, uh, I, I can control this, you know, all the arrogance of, of being 20. Oh yeah. Uh, Because you know everything when you're 20. Exactly. so much. Exactly. And so I, I just didn't think it, it, it really applied to me, the disease or, or whatever it is, or Mm -hmm. just like my inability to control myself. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you, you learn the lessons and it still didn't apply to me because then I was trying to get back at my parents by like killing myself, like not outwardly killing myself, Mm -hmm. but but by hurting myself and poisoning myself and being a fucking drunk asshole and drug abusing. I'll take a pill. What was that after I swallow it type guy? (laughs) And it's like, I, I, you know, it's that simple full house level morality lesson that any idiot should have been able to get. But it took me a long time, Mm -hmm. which was, hey, stupid, if you hurt yourself, you're not hurting. I mean, you are hurting your parents because now as a parent, I understand that. But primarily you're killing and hurting yourself Mm -hmm. and you're doing irreparable damage Mm -hmm. and you're also just wasting time because if you wanted to kill yourself just do it pussy yeah (laughs) (laughs) see i've actually tried and i failed so i was like yo that's really hurtful that you failed yeah i'm like i'm not even good at that but i'm glad that i failed you know all the couple times that i've tried (laughs) that's a good skill to not (laughs) to not be good at killing yourself yeah like i'm just not good at it i have always said though and this is this is a little violent but i've always said that if someone were like trying to attack or rape me like I would just kill myself. Like if they were trying to kidnap me or anything sure. like that, I'm like, nah, it's yeah, yeah. not gonna do. Yeah, unless I could kill them. Obviously, I try to kill them first. We really all should be outfitted with some sort of button that could just absolutely just just shut us off from the inside, <laughs> just in case we're in that sort of situation. A little. Oh God, don't tell yeah. me that. And no, I have. I actually have this uh, personal alarm. Thing okay. that I got because I went to Peru and everyone's like, oh, it's so scary. And I get there. I'm like, the Upper East Side is more terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so basically you either push this button or uh, you pull out this thing and it's this alarm. Yeah. Very loud alarm that goes off. I didn't want to try it because I didn't want to yeah. make my dog even more deaf. <laughs> um so I just, I didn't try it, but I had it on, like I had a fanny pack. I was the true tourist and I had it on there and I had my headphones in because I was going to the mm. casino. It's like uh-huh. my last day there, go to the casino. And um, this fucking thing, like all of a sudden I hear like this alarm go off and I think it's from a building or something. I have no idea. Also, mind you, I did just smoke a, <laughs> like a joint all by myself. So I'm a little stoked. like on ayahuasca. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be hilarious. and because like the city like it's busy where yeah, i'm at there's yeah. a bunch of people so no one knows where the sound is coming from oh my god at all and like i i walk in i they check my id and i still kind of have my headphones in or i have one and i'm just jamming out 
and I get into the casino because I turn off my headphones and I'm like, what is that sound? Like, why is it following me? <laughs> and then I look and then because it flashes and I'm like, oh, that was so because that's I actually smoked a couple of joints because uh-huh. I didn't want to fly back. But sure, then, but sure, like I, yeah. I, I brought some with me because I'm that uh, person. Nice. Uh, <laughs> but I'm like, oh, I only had like two or three left. I'm like, I could finish. Yeah, them. Yeah. I'm like, I could just get real high. Like, did any part of you get disappointed with the general public that nobody tried <laughs> to save you because? That was. I don't think nobody knew <laughs> what it was. I guess if they saw you, if it was a real incident, then you'd be more or less yeah. floundering and yeah. out kind you're of like, in contact. Yes, yes. <laughs> just walking. You're just a submarine walking down the street. <laughs> it's just loud. I mean, it's loud as shit, but yeah, even with my headphones, I was like, what is that noise? That's what amazing. Is... Yeah, that was great. Um, but I also have other weapons, tasers sure. and knuckles. And knives. That makes sense. Yeah. I like knives. Do you? Yeah. I'm a big knife girl. Okay. Have you ever stabbed anybody? I'm not going (laughs) to. Define stab. (laughs) No. um, I stab a lot of tires. I used to do that. Oh, nice. I used to do a lot of tires. Carrie Underwood style. Just fucking slash people's Is that who sang that song? I think so. Okay. (laughs) I think the worst I ever did was uh, me and my girlfriend. uh, This is when I was a stripper. When you say girlfriend, friend? Friend, friend. friend, Like, yeah, like my best friend. Um, We went up to this club out in the middle of nowhere, Wisconsin. It's like deer hunting season. Um, They have like four girls working. I don't know. It's really weird. We walk in and they have like this blanket on the floor and the girls dancing and they're like throwing dollars. And once we get into the dressing room, um, they tell us that that is called blanky time. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, that is when, yeah, like you try to be all cutesy on this blanket and guys will throw dollars on you. But anyways, um, for some reason, they got weird vibes from us. And as me and my friend Stephanie, we were like weird vibes as well. So they're like, yeah, we don't actually need you guys anymore. So we're going to, you know, let you go. Uh We're like, we just drove five hours. I was like, okay. There was a couple other clubs, which was fine. We found another one. But um, when I was walking back to our car, I just slashed (laughs) all of the time. Because I'm a petty bitch. I mean, that is beyond petty. That, that is, that's outstanding. That's alpha petty. Yeah. 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 I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. Damn. So um, I don't have a problem. My dad taught me how to stab people. But anyways, for safety reasons, sure. like as a woman, you got to know these things. Yeah. How to stab. How to hold the knife. That's always important. People always hold it wrong. I, th- I heard that's wrong. No, like the... you want to hold it where it's the knife is here oh. and you hold it like this. It's you have more power that way and you want to. And you're st- also kind of already in block. In block. Yeah. So you right. take it, turn it. You always want to turn it after. Well, you now penetrate. I know how to stab a lady. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome. Ladies, watch <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> My can is going to be out here stabbing. <laughs> just on edibles. Yeah. Just just stabbing on edibles. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's the next special. That's your next stabbing on edibles. Oh yeah, tell us about your uh, special. Um, I mean, I just uh, the one that I put out last year. Yeah, I it's uh, called Mike Cannon's huge mistake, and I took a 150 milligram edible, which for some people is a lot, for others it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's my my typical dose is a hundred, okay. so it's fi- it's it's fifty percent above my typical mm-hmm. real high dose. Yeah. Um, and because here's the thing, man. I could have taken more. Do I not want to be able to speak English on stage? No. <laughs> These people paid money. So yeah. I would still like to put on some semblance of a show. Of a show, I yeah. could very, it's still very much embarrassing, embarrass myself <laughs> on that on that amount of edibles. So, you know, never fear. But it went well. So people are in the comments like, you pussy, you should have like, and it's like, oh, would that have been a more fun show if I yeah. shit myself in tears? <laughs> You're just sitting there drooling. Because <laughs> yeah. I've done that. I've eaten so many edibles where I was in a movie theater. My friend just wiped drool from my face and i'm like yo yeah yeah i've I'm, been there too i'm high <laughs> oh welcome back this is the highest i've ever been edibles are kind of my kryptonite out of no all kidding. of the drugs i get the most fucked up on edibles and all i want to do is eat yeah and then sleep i'll sleep for like 20 hours i'll no just kidding. i love edibles they're yeah. i it's think it's more of a body high yeah i think i'm probably eventually gonna switch almost entirely to edibles the problem with it though is the is the commitment is it's a long time and it takes a while to cycle in and out so (laughs) it's just like it's not as immediate as smoking Mm -hmm. but this was probably just more to me needing to take a little break from smoking but i just like i don't find it to be as potent of an experience as edibles yeah and that's just true but it mm -hmm. also just it like doesn't get me to where i need to be oh yeah but it's still a different high to me the edible high it's more of a body like like i said like a body thing Mm -hmm. and i don't like that heavy feeling okay like that. That's why I don't like pain pills. <laughs> I don't. I've never really been big on those yeah. at all. So I don't. Because like... I'm right up here right now. I was trying to actually locate my high. While yeah, you were like that. where it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like mine right here because that's where. Yeah, I need yeah, yeah. It. I like... think that's where I'm at right now. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm usually actually when I really know that I'm feeling it and feeling good, mm-hmm. it's always behind my eyes. Like okay. always feels like almost this is going to sound so stoner and stupid, uh, but it feels like a soft, warm ice cream scoop is behind my eyes. OK, I you know, and it could it. just go and pop Boop. them out if, if necessary, but it won't. Like your eyes are it? comfortable, but my eyes are very com- comfortable. OK, yeah. well, you do wear glasses. Are you blind a little? I bit don't. Like... Yeah. I mean, this uh, I don't consistently wear these but these are prescription mm-hmm. and i can't see i i try to wear them mostly when i drive because i should <laughs> <laughs> it's when you need them the yeah most. yeah it's why because they wouldn't renew my license if i didn't yeah so you know so i should yeah. <laughs> i have to wear my glasses or contacts but even my contacts now they're like, if I want to read, I have to get readers with my content. No shit. Yeah. I was like, oh. Would you I, ever do LASIK or anything? It would be pointless. Yeah. It really what is would. Your script? Oh, I don't. I know I have um, I have a stigmas in both eyes. Mm-hmm. The left one is way worse, though. My oh. wife was like a plus 10. I have to look. I, I have something. my contacts she in there. She was super oh, thick. Yeah. Like These aren't 
These aren't too bad. I don't know. My mom is basically blind. I didn't get glasses until high school. Oh, no shit. I I didn't until I was 23. Yeah. And I was just, I trained my eyes. I felt like I saw fine. Mm. And my eye doctor is like, oh, you're only going to need them, you know, to see the chalkboard. Yeah. If you're sitting in back of the classroom. And then I put them on and then I tried to not wear them. And I couldn't see anything. I'm like, what happened to my eyes? I'm like, I saw way better (laughs) before. And now I'm like, my mom's like, yeah, literally everyone in your family wears glasses. Did you think that you skipped that gene? (laughs) I was like, apparently fucking not. I knew I needed glasses when I went and saw, I forget. I forget what the movie's called, but it's a horror movie with Liv Tyler and then the guy from Felicity. The, oh, the uh, where they're like in the house and yeah, they're on the yeah. They that's actually oh, mask. I love that that's one. It's a scary fucking movie. It was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I there was <laughs> one scene where I'm sitting there in a packed theater with my buddies, and it's a scary movie. We're like fuck, and the the person's standing there, and the whole audience just goes <gasps> at once, and I go what. And he goes, you don't see the guy. Okay. And like the person was like faintly in the light. Oh. So they like came forward from the shadows and people reacted at the same time when it came forward. And I just did not Didn't see, see it, it at all. It was just a black screen to me. And I was like, all right, I'm going. To get all right. Glasses. Go get glasses. Yeah. I know they suck. I'm going to the eye doctor um, on the first. Damn. Every time I go, they get worse and worse. I'm yeah, like... <laughs> yeah. No, these are new. These are new glasses because uh, they are stronger than my last pair. Getting older sucks. You can't drink anymore. You fucking yeah. eyes. But then you find and... the drugs w- that work best for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, we, it, it, again, well, do you I, do acid every once in a while? You that, said? Like once a year. Once like, a year. Yeah, more or less. Uh, you know, maybe if I go camping, I'll do mushrooms. Okay. Uh, you know, I have to be in a pretty responsibility-free environment because of my son and and everything. So. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I'm not like. Uh, it just I wouldn't like to do it if I'm on if I'm even remotely on call. Yeah, like I have to be away. Well, no, that makes sense yeah. because taking care of a child is kind of a big deal. It's a huge deal. I really wish my parents would have thought about <laughs> that before I almost did their cocaine when I was three. Um, no shit. No shit. <laughs> they they she had one of those like puffy things uh-huh. like the old school like powder and so yeah, yeah i put it in the cocaine oh my god yeah i also apparently almost ate uh some of her mushrooms once um yeah uh, what, imagine you're just speaking french after you take mushrooms at three <laughs> <laughs> um here's a question since you are a dad you know did you did you ever have a drink with your parents well no because your no. dad yeah. yeah so some people like we'll grow up like my grandfather my mm-hmm. great-grandfather would be like oh here you know sneak me a little beer you know that kind of thing yeah, yeah. would you do that but with weed with uh-huh. your son um, yeah, I think like late though. Yeah. Like I have no interest in really like even year. doing that <laughs> while he's in college. I don't think, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it, it kind of depends. It depends on what type of guy he is. Mm-hmm. What type, like, I, I don't know. Cause it, it, I'm going to be open with him about it. So I guess if he smokes weed, then and he's open and honest with me about it, then mm-hmm. we'll likely cross paths. <laughs> um, but but I don't know. Yeah, it's there are definitely some parents that were like super cool, like smoking weed with their with their kids in high school when I was mm-hmm. in high school, and that 
that never even passed the smell test for me then. Yeah. Like as a kid. Yeah. So now I, I, I don't think so. I mean, yeah, maybe maybe later on. Later on. Yeah. See, drinking was okay. Yeah, sharing the beer and stuff. I get that. That's yeah, ceremonious. but my mom, like I've smoked uh, pot with my mom, but yeah, it was after. I, I think I was like 19 or 20. Yeah. She wanted <laughs> yeah, yeah. wait. I'm like, all of the weed I was smoking in high school, I was stealing from you. Yeah. <laughs> So it's yeah. like I used to steal her weed all of the time, but yeah, but drinking because it was Wisconsin, so right, that was right. more That's socially, culture. literally culture. Yeah. yeah, and but also it wasn't you know weed wasn't legal mm-hmm. but now that it's legal i am curious as to you know well, what that's cares. also gonna be yeah that's gonna be a really big change right mm-hmm. because i i mean i've always had this mindset with it i've been pretty open with my parents about my smoke about my weed smoke and mm-hmm. it was not met happily like oh, yeah. initially yeah no they have like huge problems they had yeah. huge problems with it but i had to just look at them and be like i don't i don't care yeah like my stepdad is still really against it really yeah yeah hates That's when my mom bit. gets high i'm like i give her edibles all the time it helps with her arthritis and shit like it yeah. does have benefits but he'll drink insanely my mom always said that she would rather have me smoke pot but mm-hmm. she wouldn't smoke pot with me gotcha um she didn't really like that i drank but she would allow us to drink sure. yeah there because it's safer we always had parents like pretty much all all of our friends parents would let us drink no shit at their yeah because it was just safer yeah it's such an it's interesting because i don't i don't think what my the way i was raised is right in mm-hmm. the sense that like booze was like demonized like anybody that okay. even had a beer was labeled an alcoholic in my house and that's because like my dad was an alcoholic yeah. and, and he had a hard time with it and he was, you know, trying more or less to like set an example for us that we wouldn't, you know, go down that yeah. path. But it's like, it's like the priest shit. You know what I mean? It's like you, you suppress something for so long, long. it comes out in some weird ways. Yep. <laughs> and, and so it, it just like, it, it just, yeah, it just came out where I didn't drink, didn't drink, didn't drink. And then once I drank, I fucking ran out of a speeding car full steam ahead and mm-hmm. was just like hitting everything going nuts going wild and just like making early mistakes in a more public like socially public way you know what i mean mm-hmm. like like it's almost it, i'm not saying 15 year olds should drink yeah that's certainly not what i'm saying but there are people that i grew up with that had a few beers at 15 that then knew how to handle themselves in college and I didn't college know. college is kind of scary. Yeah. And I didn't know how to handle myself in college. I got yeah. roofied at, like, at my first fucking frat party because I was such a pussy. I drank out of the, the fruit punch, like the communal fruit punch that they made. Yeah. And the, the frat was called Pigs. They, they've since been shut down because I think a murder happened. Okay, well, you were like kind of asking like, to be roofied. I totally was asking for it. <laughs> but like, I remember I, I, I had that and I like couldn't see eight inches in front of my face. I was like, I was like, <laughs> like like trying to look through the fog fucked up yeah and uh yeah and i just it was all because like i i just you I didn't was naive. have any practice yeah in it. yeah i didn't really start drinking until i was like 15 16 mm. i think anything younger i always get weirded out when middle schoolers when, when they're like yeah. 9 10 11 yeah that's the kid that's drinking a manhattan in yeah college. I'm like, <laughs> That's no, like, yeah, I think that there's like certain. A proper martini has three hours. <laughs> you're like, shut up, we get it. You're you're an early alcoholic. <laughs> we get it. 
I think that there is like a rite of passage though. And and probably maybe this is just American culture too. Where yeah. it's like, oh, we go and get a keg out. Right. You know, and hang out in the middle of the fucking woods or whatever. Well, like wine is a part of life, you know, overseas and in some of the oh, countries. Oh, yeah. So the kids are allowed to drink wine yeah. all the time. And they're not alcoholics. No, they're it's not. Just, they're they not. have a so little th- bit here and there. There's something to it. <laughs> there's definitely something to it. Yeah, when you're just raised around that, well, yeah, in other cultures, because you could be raised around alcoholics and drug addicts and then kind of also become one sure i'm sure they exist but yeah but you know for the for the most part gen pop they uh they seem to more or less have their shit together well the internet they do like they are full on with the internet yeah, like yeah. they didn't know any life without right, right, it right. so they're just like oh i could just google that yes where even me sometimes i'm like oh wait i have a computer i could google that <laughs> <laughs> like that's the difference yeah. between a 44 year old and you know a 20 something year old it's so funny i fucking love tiktok i don't get like gen uh-huh. z the, all of it i love all the stupid little fucking dances the recipes yeah okay that's your thing all of I, I love it i love it too i'm i'm curious what your algorithm is oh okay so maybe a little bit of a doomsday prepper but i didn't mean to get on that because i do like as in bushcrafting well yeah i also started watching alone that show Me too, dude <laughs> I was like, did you I was, watch it on Netflix season eight first and then yeah, go back? Yeah, I did because that. I have Disney, so I'm like, oh, I have the History Channel or yes. whatever, so I'm going to do that. But I grew up around like my uncles and stuff, all hunters. Like I know how to do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I haven't had to do it in a really long decades. Yeah. Like yeah, I yeah. haven't been up north with great grandpa Frank in a long time. <laughs> I don't know how to skin a fish. It's been a while, but I feel like in an apocalypse situation. It would come back. Like I am definitely a person you want to be with. Like my, I have a first aid kit that I carry around with me in New York City. I don't know why, but I Uh, do. That's really smart. I mean, yeah. (laughs) I have never even considered that. Why doesn't everybody do that? Well, before I used to just have like a couple band aids and like some antiseptic shit. Yeah. Because people like girls. It's always girls. They always need a safety pin or they got a fucking blister or something. Dude. I'm yeah. getting a travel. It's a cute little thing. It's like uh, it's a little tin. Yeah. All right. Boom. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. We got it. You should like sell that as merch. <laughs> a little first aid kit. Just a mini first aid kit. It's That'd pretty awesome. Sick. Yeah. Could you? Are you allowed? Is that legally allowed, or is that a? Yeah, you could like. Well, you could get a custom A tin and then just buy the products sure. that are in it and then stick it in yourself. I didn't know if it had to be like medically cleared. Um, official kit probably not Mm -hmm. i mean just as long as stuff is sealed yeah you could tell i'm high if i give a shit whether yeah yeah (laughs) first aid kits do they have to be sanctioned do they have to be sanctioned (laughs) i actually brought mine it has a fucking razor blade in it um and i was like oh i was also able to bring a knife on the plane i don't know Oh shit yeah it's internationally yeah it's a key knife i always forget to take it off but i think it kind of looks like like a car key or something like that they can't tell that it's a knife my mom i just remembered my mom got me a knife for my birthday and i have no idea where it is you should probably find that you have a three-year-old yeah sure do (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, my wife definitely like it's probably it, your like, wife probably yeah, has it, it somewhere that's hilarious yeah. um well thank you for coming on of course today. thanks for having me this yeah, has been the, fun <laughs> super fun uh where can people find you on social media uh at i am mike cannon on any social media that you have facebook instagram tiktok twitter you name it uh not on snapchat because you're not a child i just can't do it i mean i don't even know who's on it or what it means or what's going on on there i was on it for a little bit i liked the filters i was doing some fun voices yeah but um then i just didn't know how to keep score (laughs) so i stopped there was yeah they have like like a point system yeah it's a point system it's not clear followers i'm too dumb i just i I don't understand it it. no at i am mike cannon uh mike cannon comedy.com i'm all over the road um and i have a bunch of specials on youtube at mike cannon comedy on youtube and a podcast of my own here's the scenario with uh, Mike Feeney and Brendan Sagalow that's right you guys have a new podcast all right Uh, well you can find this wonderful podcast at how to do drugs pod on Twitter and Instagram Uh, subscribe we are on Apple iTunes those are the same thing Um, Spotify iHeartRadio Audible (laughs) all the places you find podcasts basically I am also very high which is not a surprise. You find me, the Aaliyah Janine, on Twitter, although I'm not verified anymore. They took away my verified yeah. badge, and I'm like... Don't pay for that. I'm like, I would never... It's... I'm like, I had it for free for years. Why? Yeah. They almost got me with Instagram. They almost got me. Oh, I, God. I, I, they verified a... me. Instagram actually finally fucking verified yeah. me. Like, I'm not... I didn't pay for it, but I was like, yo... Fucking, but it was about time because Twitter's fucking, they're like, we're just going to give it to her. I'm like, I have a Wikipedia page. (laughs) Fucking assholes. Anyways, uh, you can find me and my verified account on Instagram, um, Um, and that's it. Okay, bye.